Welcome to Michigan in Focus. I'm Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for the Center Square. School libraries across the country are adding books on gender and white supremacy. The topic has been a lightning rod with charges that those opposed to making these books available to school children are homophobic, transphobic, and sometimes racist. On the other side, those who support making these books available to school children are met with charges of grooming and degeneracy. The Center Square's managing editor, Tom Ganter, has been covering this topic and has filed an interesting story late last week. Why don't you give us a little bit of background on this story? Because this is kind of a touchy situation. You, you know, th- th- there are people who from both sides can really demagogue this issue. And so I need you to parse it out for our listeners so we'll know what's really happening and what's really going down. OK, so I think what's going down right now across the country, including Michigan, is this debate over what our children are being taught and the books that they're uh, being given in libraries and public schools. On one side is the American Library Association, and they think it's a free speech issue. On the other group are parental groups like No Left Turn in Education, and they think it's indoctrination. And the American Library Association came out this year and said last year there was uh, 1,269 demands to censor library books and resources in 2022, which is say is the highest number since they've been keeping data on this more than 20 years ago. So what's going on in Michigan? So here's what we did. We put in Freedom of Information Acts and got the list of library books that they bought in 2022. The districts we looked at in Michigan were Ann Arbor and Traverse City. And I've also looked at FOIAs from Pittsburgh, Columbus, Ohio, Madison, Wisconsin, and Seattle. For the most part, it appears that these school districts are all working from the same uh, crib sheet for lack of a better word. There's a a lot of similarities in the books. So let's let's start with Ann Arbor Public Schools. They uh, make a book available to the pre-kindergarten library called Introducing Teddy, which they say is a gentle story about gender and friendship. And it's uh, this book is about a boy's best friend in Teddy, Thomas, who is sad because he wishes he were a girl, not a boy, Teddy, but uh, what only matters is uh, that they remain friends. And so you know, Ann Arbor has several other books. Gender Queer, Ann Arbor and Traverse City both have. That's probably the the book that is uh, the lightning rod of debate. It's the one that's most talked about. Gender Queer, it's a graphic novel, kind of cartoonish, and it, it has depictions of sexual acts and sexual toys in it that are quite intimate. So Ann Arbor's other titles they have that's, that you'll find is uh, Beyond the Gender Binary, It Feels Good to Be Yourself, a book about gender identity. Pink, Blue, and You. Uh, these are titles that people who are looking into this will be familiar with. Traverse City has books such as The Other Talk, Reckoning with Our White Privilege, Unconscious Bias in Schools, A Developmental Approach to Exploring Race and Racism. And, uh, you know, we are, not, we are Not Yet Equal, Understanding Our Racial Divide, and something called Teaching for Black Lives, which is uh, a campaign a campaign that provides teacher support, resources, and encouragement to teach young people honestly about systemic racism and how to organize for justice. Another book Traverse City has is The Black Friend, I'm Being a Better White Person by Frederick Joseph. So these are the kind of titles that I've got some parental groups worried that this is uh, not really a fair look at race and racism in this country, but comes from a specific point of view. Yeah. And some would say a Marxist point of view, because uh, some of these tactics were employed in the 40s and 50s. Right. You know, for instance, the black one of the Black Lives Matters that Traverse City uh, has, uh, you know, Black Lives Matter, grassroots movement to global phenomena. That's written by two New York Times editors. 
So, you know, how much of a fair look are you going to have at a group like uh, that's controversial, like Black Lives Matter? You know, so that's that's, you know, I guess a, a little caveat here that I, I found was interesting is Ann Arbor uh, in their book list. They have a economic textbook that's taught and the economist that put out the book is Paul Krugman who is a controversial economist who is also an opinion writer for the New York Times. So, I mean, that's the kind of thing that that raises eyebrows in terms of, you know, are you really getting a fair look at here or is this a one-sided, you know, view that some may challenge is not accurate? I, I guess I get it. I, so what exactly is the opposition to these types of books up to? What, what, are, what are they doing to stem the evil tide? Part of the issue is, so like Ann Arbor Public Schools said that they, uh, when they buy their books, they take advice uh, and look for counsel from the American Library Association. So, it, I, you know, the there's a, an organization called Influence Watch that uh, describes the American Library Association as a center-left organization. The parental groups are trying to, to, to have these books taken out of the library because uh, they think that they're it's it's part of the indoctrination of their children. It's not an honest look at the issue. So I guess what, what they're trying to do is get it is get the books taken out, and then you know I, you know book banning never looks good, right? No, I, I, that that was going to be I was going to jump over you and and just say okay, lay it out for us. I mean, in your opinion, does this constitute book banning or censorship? You know, it, it's a complex issue and. I, I will say this. I do not think that the media is giving a fair description of what these books are. For instance, gender queer. If you would go online and, uh, you know, the Center for Michigan described it as a book about gender identity and expression. There's some pretty graphic stuff in that. And you can go online. There is the Iowa Standard uh, is a new site that published photos of what's in there. This is, you know, this shows a picture of a woman in cartoon, a graphic novel style, having her period very graphic illustrations of what happens to her when she has it. The conversations are very sexual and very intimate and very specific. And so, you know, the, the thing is, is, is this the thing, is this the realm of education that, or is this the realm uh, that we want education to go into? Is this their job or is it reading, writing and teaching arithmetic, that kind of thing? No, I think, I think that's the debate where, I think in some instances, it's, it's do, do we want the schools to be teaching about uh, what our children's uh, you know, morals should be, or is that up to the parents? Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. This is Bruce Walker, Great Lakes Regional Editor for The Center Square. Please subscribe and thank you for listening. Freedom and liberty are important to all of us. If you're looking for civil, intellectual conversations with those shaping the future of freedom, try the Future of Freedom podcast with me, Scott Bertram. We speak with leaders across the country in the greater conservative and libertarian movements. In-depth conversations about where the next intellectual battles will happen across the country. It's the Future of Freedom podcast. Find it at americastalking.com or wherever you get your podcasts.